it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for your company. Jackson Reynolds-Ryan, Policy Officer with Blind Citizens Australia, joins us this week to follow up on a programme we did a few weeks ago about Blind Citizens Australia's election platform and asks for the 2022 federal election. What was BCA seeking in the election platform? So BCA's platform uh, is really just a, a document that lays out the key priorities uh, that BCA wants to work on over the next three years. Um, it was a very ambitious document. It, it uh, included uh, policies in, in a real variety of areas, addressing some, some issues that members have faced in various uh, parts of their lives. We um, broke our platform down into three uh, broad topic areas. Um, the first was making technology work for everyone. Uh, that included uh, issues uh, such as uh, accessible voting, including an online option, uh, assistive technology for all, uh, maintaining and extending audio description on television, uh, setting standards for electric vehicles, e-scooters and e-bikes, uh, and uh, better access to banking and financial services. Uh, the second topic area was improving government services and support. So that uh, included uh, defending the NDIS uh, and improving that, improving our aged care system, uh, building a, a, a better high quality healthcare system, uh, responding to the Disability Royal Commission um, and a fairer disability support pension. And then finally, uh, the, the third topic area, a fairer future. Uh, in that area, we focused on uh, Australia's disability strategy, creating uh, a better emergency response uh, and preparedness uh, policy, encouraging meaningful uh, employment, uh, as well as equitable uh, access to education. We, uh, we wrote to the parties uh, to, to let them know about this, and we also uh, equipped members uh, with the tools that they might need uh, to be able to actually go to candidates, uh, whether candidates of major political parties like Labor and Liberals, um, as well as the independents. Uh, as you know, there was a, a big independent movement uh, in this election. Uh, we... During the course of the election, we saw um, some commitments from the major parties on some issues, uh, but unfortunately on, on a number of other issues, uh, there was uh, deafening silence. So, uh, well, I think there is uh, certainly some uh, areas that we can go to work on immediately, and there are some really good commitments coming really from all the parties, um, not just from the, the Labor Party who was ultimately successful, uh, but there is also areas that we know um, clearly that the parties have not 
uh, quite got their heads around it and that we need we have our work cut out for us uh, in bringing attention to those issues. Well, let's talk about some of those issues in a little bit more detail, but particularly in regard to um, what the political parties have been saying about the issues that affect people who are blind or vision impaired in Australia. And you mentioned already that uh, Labor was ultimately successful in gaining the upper hand, so to speak, and uh, we have a new Prime Minister and uh, we will be having a Labor government in Australia. Let's talk about the opposition for a moment. What were some of the undertakings given by the opposition and its members? Uh, in regard to the election platform? Look, we had um, reasonable commitments from from the coalition uh, in a range of areas and some really good, strong commitments. Um, So we we knew that the coalition had had promised to fund the NDIS uh, in full, um, but they, uh, rather than promising new commitments, they pointed to their previous achievements. Um, There was a a promise uh, in relation to improving um, the aged care system. Um, The coalition uh, had had made a promise to meet the uh, younger people in residential aged care targets um, uh, in order to address recommendation of uh, 74 of the Royal Commission into Aged Care. Uh, that's obviously a really uh, a big commitment and one that we, we hope um, the new incoming Labor government will, will also take really seriously. Um, uh, there were commitments from, from the Coalition uh, in terms of uh, cutting cost of uh, medications uh, and improving um uh, access to the PBS, um, uh, as well as um, uh, better work on uh, the, the work that has been done and, and had been flagged to be uh, to continue on um, the delivery of Australia's disability strategy. There certainly were commitments um, from from the coalition that uh, were really pleasing, and it shows that there's a um, a decent degree of bipartisanship uh, that we can build on over this term of parliament. Frequently we find that independent members of government, particularly the Greens, um, are particularly supportive when it comes to disability rights and disability issues. Was that the case in this election? Yeah, by and large, yes. Um, uh, While we couldn't, we didn't have the capacity to go through every independent, um, uh, all of their statements that they, they made, they gave quite strong um, commitments in a range of of areas, um, including um, in uh, equitable education. Um, We know, I know that uh, Andrew Wilkie um, had had supported the the driving change report, uh, which was the roadmap for achieving inclusive education uh, uh, in Australia. Um, We know that uh, there was uh, broad uh, commitment from all all independent candidates uh, that uh, people with disability across the board uh, need to be kept front and centre in um, reforming Australia's responses to emergency uh, preparedness and, and management, which was really good to see. Um, uh, look, across the board, uh, it, it seemed as though um, that the independent movement that that occurred in, in this election seemed by and large to be about representing local communities. Uh, and of course, people with disability make up their, their local community. Um, so rather, what we saw was less of an ideological approach uh, and more of an approach to listen uh, and respond to the concerns of the community. So while we don't have a, a, a full platform to to go through in, in fine detail, I think there's a real opportunity now um, for, for members who 
who who might live in one of these seats that is is now represented by an independent member of parliament uh, to take these issues up uh, with that new MP uh, because that they're going to be in a, in a, a place now where they want to listen really carefully to the to the community that they are now representing uh, and will want to be seen to uh, to be earning their place in the parliament uh, to be earning the, the trust that the voters have put in them um, and and they are free from the kind of um, towing the line that the major parties kind of expect of, of their members of parliament and able to to form their own views on on any number of issues so um, I, I think there's a real opportunity uh, to to build on that and uh, get some some support and where are we now in terms of the next three years we've got a labor government what does that mean for the work of BCA and what does that mean for people who are blind or vision impaired in particular uh, we know, based on the commitments that they made uh, during the campaign, that there's a number of areas in, in which uh, the Labor Party has uh, promised really strong, uh, has made strong commitments, uh, and we look forward to working with them, especially on NDIS reform, um, uh, but, but in other areas uh, more broadly. You've mentioned a couple of times now Australia's disability strategy, and that was uh, basically rewritten last year and republished, uh, and is due to take effect between now and uh, 2031. We've had a change of government. Is that likely to impact positively or negatively on uh, that strategy, in your opinion? On the strategy, um, uh it seemed as though the the major parties uh, were in agreement uh, that that the the, the Australia's disability strategy it's it's been renamed from the National Disability Strategy which the, the previous iteration was um, there was broad bipartisan agreement on the importance of this of this strategy uh, to improve the lives of people with disability across Australia uh, and not just those. Uh, on the NDIS, um, I I think that's that's an area that there there really was bipartisan commitment. Um, but what I what I can say is that uh, beyond just the disability strategy, on the area of the NDIS, uh, we we had quite firm commitments from um, at that point the opposition, the Labor Party, um, that were they to win government, uh, they would set about fixing the problems in the NDIS uh, and doing that through a process of, of genuine co-design with people with disability, their families and carers, uh, their representative organisations such as BCA uh, and, and service providers uh, in, a, in a widely and uh, wide consultation. Um, we know that despite the um, despite the positive impact that the NDIS has had uh, on the lives of literally hundreds of thousands of people across Australia, uh, there are real real concerns with the the way that the the scheme is operating. Uh, we know that that um, plan reviews are a time of uh, immense stress for for uh, many people who are on the scheme. Uh, we know that there there has been claims of uh, cuts by stealth in the way that many uh, many plans have been um, reduced, and the uh, reliance on going all the way through to the administrative appeals tribunal to get these things resolved. Bill Shorten, who is the next NDIS minister, he's flagged that this needs to to be addressed, uh, and and that he'll be working closely with the disability sector to, to, to fix those problems and deliver on the true promise of the NDIS. So I think that in particular is an area that we can be uh, quite optimistic 
about the election of the Labor government and what it will mean. One of the things that concerns uh, a lot of us across the community is the significant underrepresentation of people with disability in employment. And it's quite staggering when you think about the figures, and it, particularly with people who are blind or vision impaired. Did any of the uh, parties give any undertaking as to what they might do to rectify that situation and whether they might be looking at things like affirmative action targets and things like that? No, look, um, unfortunately, at this stage, the, the promises were rather rather vague uh, in terms of employment. Uh, we know uh, from, from their election commitments that the uh, incoming Labor government uh, will be uh, commissioning a white paper on full employment um, and that they've uh, specifically identified that uh, people with disabilities is an area that needs to, to be addressed to, to lift those employment rates and, and to make it meaningful employment, not just uh, getting someone into any job uh, that they can. The Labor Party also uh, promised a um, centre of excellence uh, in disability employment um, to to uh, address these ideas to, uh, they, as they describe it, being a clearinghouse for ideas um, and increase the capacity of employment services. Um, Finally, they've also said that um, they will actually make, uh, make the, as you said before, the National Disability Strategy. Um, they've said that they want to make the, the new strategy uh, more accountable um, to ensure real action on employment outcomes. This all sounds good. We would love more accountability. That's been that was part of our, our platform, uh, but we have yet to see what kind uh, what that will actually look like. And of course, we have yet to see whether any of those uh, any of those positions will be staffed by people with disability. It only makes Absolutely. sense, and it's time we we came into the twenty first century and uh, and realised that. Just to give a, an, another plug, uh, that in a couple of weeks on the sixteenth uh, of June, uh, Jane Britt, who leads our policy and advocacy team, and myself will be discussing um, what this election means in, in some more depth, and so we'll be dissecting who the responsible ministers are. Uh, what their backgrounds are and how we can likely uh, uh, engage with with those ministers to, to bring about the changes that we're looking for. And no doubt we'll be hearing more about some of those election asks and those election promises over the coming few years. Jackson Reynolds-Ryan there, Policy Officer with Blind Citizens Australia. If you'd like to get in touch with BCA, you can call 1800 033 660, 1800 033 660. Or you can email anytime bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. If you've got any feedback for New Horizons, you can leave a message on the telephone system for Blind Citizens Australia, or you can email me directly, new.horizons at bca.org.au. That's new.horizons at bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dream.